This is the Unlimited Life podcast show with Zara Mahoon and Teresa Shaver. Zara has been a teacher of the Law of Attraction for over 10 years and Teresa an avid student. Together, Teresa and Zara will share questions, inquiries, strategies, tools, processes, and advice on using the Law of Attraction to benefit you in your life and your business. Teresa came up with the idea for the podcast when searching for a Law of Attraction podcast It was challenging for her to find one that was 15 to 20 minutes long and give you that quick hit of information and inspiration for an unlimited life to unfold. Join us in this episode as we talk about how to use the law of attraction in your life. Hello, unlimited friends. Our discussion today is about trusting our intuition. I find that a lot of times people get confused about whether or not they should trust the voice inside. Is that really my intuition? Is that source guiding me? Or is that me coming up with a thought? On this channel, we talk about the practical aspect of law of attraction as it applies to our day-to-day lives. What is intuition? Most of the time, When we use the word intuition, what we mean is our sixth sense, that internal GPS or guidance system that is going to tell us whether we should do this thing that's before us or not do it. And I know from coaching a lot of people and helping them figure things out that it becomes really, really confusing. If I have a voice in my head, is it my voice? Or is it the voice of the universe? Should I listen to it or should I ignore it? So because this voice is inside your head, it is really, really personal to you. And you know, it's not always a voice. Sometimes it's a vision. A lot of people receive their intuition in the form of a vision. And I'll tell you how that works. Because all of us basically have three ways of filtering information. Some of us are visual learners. So we like to see a diagram. When we see a picture or a diagram, it helps us to understand better. Then there are auditory people. Those people are the ones who like words, who like descriptions, who like audiobook. So lastly, we have kinesthetic people. These people are touchy-feely people. They learn from doing it themselves. They've got to figure it out on their own. They don't have the patience to read the manual. They want to get right into it and figure it out as they go. Those are kinesthetic people. Now, based on your dominant learning philosophy or filter, your intuition is going to be received and interpreted differently by you because guidance or sixth sense or intuition is a vibration. But our ability to interpret the vibration is based on our use of our five senses. Isn't that interesting? So just like we interpret light waves when they hit our lenses in our eyes, we, our visual sense interprets that light and translates it into a visual that we can understand. Sound waves are interpreted by our ears. Our sense of taste corresponds to our kinesthetic sense and our sense of touch corresponds to our kinesthetic sense. When we receive guidance in the form of a vibration, our five senses take that vibration and translate it based on whichever method makes the most sense to us. And that is why everybody's guidance system is a little bit different. Some things are the same, 
but a lot of things are different. Some people receive their guidance in the form of images. Some people hear it as a voice in their heads. Some people feel it as a thought just, that just appears. And here's another thing that is really, really interesting is that during our lives, we can flip-flop from being visual to auditory to kinesthetic. And we can also flip-flop between those three based on what we are doing. If you're gardening, for example, you're doing something with your hands, you're in the kinesthetic mode. If you're listening to an audiobook, you are in the auditory mode. If you're watching a movie, you are in a combination of visual and auditory modes because both those senses are activated. So that's how guidance is also interpreted by our five senses and presented to us in a way that makes sense to us. Now what I want you to do in order to find out how you receive guidance, I want you to just quiet your mind and just breathe. Close your eyes and breathe a couple of times all the way down into your abdomen. And then ask yourself a question. I'll give you the question in a minute, but I want you to remember whatever thought comes up first in your head, that is the answer. Don't try to second guess it. Just write it down. So the question is, in the past, when I have felt that I'm using my sixth sense or my intuition, how did that come to me? Was it a thought? Was it a visual? Was it a feeling? Write that down. Now the next question is, do I always receive it in the same manner? Write that down. And number three is, what are the examples in my past where I acted on my guidance and congratulated myself for having done so? And what are the times in my life that I regret not having acted on my guidance? So just take an inventory because when you do this inventory, what it's going to help you with is at the end of this exercise, you will get a feel for how you're getting your guidance. And once you have a feel for how you're receiving your guidance, you can start sharpening it up. So visual people usually ask for signs. When they see a bird or a feather or a cloud or 10 cents or a penny, they know that that is the universe sending them a message or they're getting a message from the non physical and all our loved ones who have made their transition to non-physical are now part of non-physical and are also sending us guidance. They're also sending us love. For today, just focus on your sixth sense. It's really, really exciting because when you start knowing how your communication is taking place with the universe, now you can start looking for it. Now you can know that it really is guidance rather than a thought that you're thinking. And I'll give you my own example. For me, I have thoughts drop into my head. Sometimes I have visions. I've had visions where uh, I was in a car and I knew that the car in front of me, we were all traveling really fast on the highway and I knew that the car in front of me is going to get into an accident and if I don't do something about it, then I will also get involved in this accident. And that was a flash. It was a vision and it prompted me to take action right away where I pulled off the highway. But a lot of times my guidance comes to me as a thought and all I can say to you is I know that it is guidance 
because it was not a thought that I was thinking. Because when we're thinking our thoughts, we're thinking of the pros and cons. We're thinking about how will this happen? But when a thought comes to you from the universe, there's no questioning going on. It's the answer that comes. And it's not an answer that you built little bit piece by piece. It's the complete answer that lands in your head. Oh, yes. I have to do it this way. All my books are written that way. I just get this big block of thought and it's the completed book that lands in my head and then I I sit down and I type feverishly for a week and it's done. And it comes with the cover, with the title, everything is right there. There's no effort, you see? That's the next clue. So when we're thinking our thoughts, when we're trying to develop a solution, it involves asking questions and figuring out the answers. But when we're receiving guidance, none of that is happening. It comes like that. And it's not a result of any thinking that we've done. It's like a flash and it drops into your head. I can tell you that all inspired music is written and performed from that place of receiving. I can tell you that all paintings and beautiful carvings are produced that way. I can tell you that all inventions come from that place of just having that thought or that vision come to you. And I can tell you that when that happens, it feels really, really good. It feels good. Even if it is guidance telling you not to do something, in that moment when that guidance, that flash happens, you feel sure. You feel good. There is nothing going on in your mind that says, oh, should I, should I not, should I, should I not? No. Sometimes the guidance says, get off the road. And you do it without asking any questions. And when you do it, you know it's the right thing to do. When when you receive guidance, it is so strong that you have to act on it most of the time. Some of us, however, have become so good at questioning what's happening in our minds. We have become so logically oriented that when a thought drops into our head or we see a vision, we start questioning it. What is that? No, that can't be true. It's not supposed to be that way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that go, let that go. It doesn't make sense. And a lot of times the guidance that we receive is not logical. Me, I start writing books without having any idea what's going to be in the book. I just start and then I finish. And if you ask me the day after I finish what's in the book, I have no idea. It's silly. In fact, it's to the extent that if you give me a copy of my own book and I open it and I read it and I look at it and I say, what? I wrote this. This is pretty good. I switch into the receiving mode. None of this is scripted. I have not thought about this before because I'm not actually thinking. I'm channeling or I'm receiving guidance and it's a constant flow of complete thoughts with words, with analogies, with stories, with examples. And I can keep going on once I'm in that mode. It just flows to me naturally. In fact, there have been times when I've tried to work with someone else and they've asked me to write down what I'm going to say. And I find it frustrating. I just cannot do it. It's so much harder to do it that way, to have to read something word for word and flowing it from source channeling it is so much easier and it makes so much sense because it's not me who is creating these answers. I'm flowing them. They're not my creation. Intuition is not your creation. It is something that is being given to you and you will always know the difference. Once you start catching it in the moment, even if you don't act on it, but you start paying attention to it, that's the process of sharpening that skill. So 
Next time you see a dime, you know that it's a sign. It feels like that is a sign. Now you're practicing that. And so the universe will always find a way to communicate with you in a manner that you can understand. And that's why some people receive visual signs and other people receive thoughts because the universe knows how to talk to you. All you gotta do or all we all gotta do is to start paying attention to it. We're chattering in our heads at the speed of four seconds per thought. So our heads are so busy that it's like if the universe is trying to talk to us, it's like talking to a person who does not let you get a word in. So that's why when we quiet our mind with meditation or just by feeling peace in our hearts, then when the universe sends us a thought, it doesn't get garbled with all the other garbage in our heads. It stands out clearly and we know it exactly when it comes. And I hope that you're going to start paying attention to the guidance that is already coming to you. Thank you for joining us this week on the Unlimited Life podcast. Zara and I were happy to have you here. I will put in the show notes some more resources for you to refer to, but join us at her website, zedmahoon.com, or even on the Facebook page, Unlimited Life, Law of Attraction Facebook group, where we have many discussions around the Law of Attraction and its application into your life. Thank you for being with us today, listening to this episode. If you liked what you heard, please give us a review and join us again as you unfold a beautiful life.